Welcome back to episode 39 of the Bitch Pigeons podcast. We are wrapping up the Euro final. It didn't come home. Not yet. Man, Cavs sound a little more excited, man. Fuck. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> excited. I'm not happy. How can um, something go home if it's never hey, been look, there? Look, we didn't say when it's coming home. <laughs> oh, okay. Just that it is. <laughs> so it's like 20, 28 rings. Correct. Hey. Hey, Derek, you know what? Respect the family. Respect, respect, respect the England family, family dynasty here. Um, On Toretto. <laughs> I'll take a Corona. <laughs> um, you can have it. Just... But, uh, yeah, so it started off really great. Started off really great for England. Started um, off very great for England. You know, yeah. just Kieran Trippier with a beautiful cross in in the in the second minute. And ironically, we were dunking on him starting too, weren't we? Yeah, well, we we kind of were. Yeah, we were really questioning why they had uh, moved Saka out and and put and put Trippier in. But uh, yeah, just an absolutely lethal fucking cross and uh, Luke Shaw, Shaberto Carlos, Shaberto Carlos, just. Fucking stop that. He fucking punished (laughs) that ball. Okay, so do you want to hear my do you want to hear my opinion on the goal? Uh oh. All right. Sure, go ahead. It it never should have happened, but England did a very good job of defending a corner and then transitioning from defense to attack. Harry Kane uh needs more credit for that goal because if he doesn't make that absolute inch perfect pass to, to Trippier. It's either Trippier or um or Rice, whoever gave the ball to Trippier after, but that like cross field g- driven pass, like inch perfect, that goal never happens without that pass. When Trippier gets the ball at the corner of the box, like I don't know who was going to close him down, but like they didn't, and they kind of just like stood there and gave him like ten seconds to well, who's pick who's on, the, on the left. Uh, yeah, for Italy, been... it was um Emerson. Oh right, yeah, it was either Emerson or Chiellini. That was that was uh. Trying to close him down. Anyways, giving way too much Keely time to pick out a ball. Front of the net. Yeah, and then Di Lorenzo with just like I, I saw in the overhead view, it shows it perfectly because he's running with Shaw. Di Lorenzo's Italy's right back. Yeah, he's running with with Shaw, and then just leaves him alone. He just like pe- he just peeled off to the middle, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I understand that he was trying to like get a second defender on Harry Kane, but like he's got Bonucci on him, like. Yeah, you can you're, trust doing, you're doing enough. okay, and especially with Chiellini yeah. cutting back to the middle too, which I mean made sense. Emerson yeah, you, should have you, shut down Trippier on the outside. Emerson should have stopped the cross. Di Lorenzo should have stayed with Luke Shaw. That goal never happens if they just calm down. But like Italy looked rattled the first the first ten minutes. They did they looked out of sync, and then obviously the goal goes in, and they were like. You could see them. They were yelling at each other. They're like Mancini was going crazy, and I thought, "Oh fuck!" Like, I don't know what's going on here. But the, they looked—they looked rattled the first ten or twenty minutes. And England, I, I thought, could have capitalized, but um, we we did a good enough job to weather the storm in the first twenty minutes. And then for me, England just—I don't know, man. They they just looked to settle for it. Well, like I mean, they they still put pressure for I don't know about another half hour. Like it was back and forth. But then from about the 40th minute, fuck me. Like, 
they just fell asleep and they were like, well, we're going to f- try and defend for the next 50 odd minutes. Like, yeah. And I that, thought, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, can't you, you can't, you can't do that against a team of Italy's magnitude. The thing that confused me was there was, I, I know where the game shifted. There was a run from Chiesa. I think it was in the 33rd minute where he gets the ball on the right touchline about like 40 yards out. And he just like, he gets Declan Rice up in his face like immediately. And dude, Chiesa just turned him inside out, which is like, get the fuck off of me. Sprints past him, goes past two more defenders, and then has a left-footed shot that goes like, just wide of the post. Oh, inches wide, yeah. Yeah, he just willed his way to that attempt, and I thought, okay, that's gonna wake them up. And then it was a, it was it was a terrific shot. Oh, Chiesa was so good. He deserved a goal, and unfortunately, he had to get subbed off due to injury. By the way, because someone stepped on his ankle with no call. By the way, I will throw that out there. And it, it's just funny that like people are complaining about the Chiellini foul on Saka, as in like. Oh, that's a red card, but like they kind of forget that somebody I forget he, I even forget who it was. I think it, it might have been Grealish. No, no, because Grealish came on the next No, time. I don't think Grealish wasn't on yet. Yeah, they didn't make their first substitution until the 70th. Oh, right. Yet. Yeah, because <laughs> Southgate is a fucking moron. Um Yes. Exactly. They uh someone just blatantly stamped on Chiesa's leg on his ankle actually and took and like took him out of the game and nobody's talking about it, which like I find a little ridiculous because he was our best player by far other than Donnarumma, which we will get to later, but um, I'm jumping ahead though. Uh, The first half England, I thought did what they needed to do. I'd like to get Ashy's thoughts on it. I don't know if uh, he has differing thoughts for me, but I thought England looked other than the Chiesa shot. I thought they looked comfortable in the first half England. They they did. Honestly. I mean, I feel like they should have made substitution in the first half earlier than the 70th minute. No, not the first half. Maybe early in the second half. Uh, yeah. I think they, I think they waited too long. I mean, it was three minutes after uh, Italy's goal. I don't know. It just it felt like uh, as the game went on, Southgate was more satisfied playing for extra time. I don't know why. Which doesn't make any sense because they were up. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, at that point, you should be bringing on your best attackers. So... Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, for for me, the first half was, I mean, it, it's not indicative of how you want to play in your home stadium, but I, I thought yeah. they did what they needed to do. They got the early goal. I think when you get in a goal that early and you rattle a team that hard, like Italy were shook after that goal, and I feel like you just you needed to. Them. Well, I mean, you yeah, gotta capitalize step on, that, on the goddamn throat. Yeah, not on. Yeah, because nice I was worried, dude. <laughs> yeah, not on Kiesa's ankle. Please and thank you. But I mean, like, just, I mean, Ashley, you mentioned the subs and it's just like, yeah, I mean, too late and then poor choices. Like, yeah, like all around. You bring on Jordan Henderson and Jordan Henderson, like for Declan Rice, it's like, okay, well, you're, oh. you're just putting a pair of, we're jumping ahead a little legs. bit. Yeah, we, okay. Yeah, we are. Sorry. We're jumping ahead a little bit. We'll we'll get to the Jordan Henderson stuff just, and then subbing off, which I, was frankly ridiculous. That's the second yeah. game in a row that he's fucking done this too. It's just, anyways. So, okay, so like um, first half, yeah. yeah, first half they were fine. I think yeah. from the thirty third minute on, it was Italy's game to win. And I'm I'm not even trying to be like biased about it, but I just feel like we were the only team that looked like we were, they were going to score for 
yeah for 75 80 minutes yeah yeah so then yeah, half time well, comes yeah definitely they were getting the li- the lion's share of tar- uh, shots yeah so and the half time comes fucking possession and i think yeah. italy with with how they played in the first half i think going down going into halftime down 1-0 was much better than it could have been and i think mancini obviously said something that got them going because i think they came out much better in the second half like we we were moving the ball a lot better we were having runs in behind i thought and again man i it's indicative of how good italy was that we won the tournament and immobile was completely like invisible useless. He, he didn't offer any runs in behind. He didn't drop short to pick up possession. He didn't link up with his teammates. It was just, they. there was a point where Insigne had a ball to play Immobile in, and he chose not to do it and shot from 30 yards out because he just I, wasn't what? offering I, anything. I thought Insigne had a terrific final. I think Insigne was wasteful at times. He was good with interplay and getting his teammates involved, but the final decision wasn't there from him. Like we had... We had a ton of opportunities where, like, he's got to pass in on goal or he's got a, a, a teammate to make, and he just tried to do it himself. It, it, yeah. it reminded me of Sterling a little bit. Uh, yeah, where, like I was actually I was just gonna say that he he's kinda, better kinda than Sterling. A, well, yeah, no, he just he, he he looked very much like Sterling. I mean, flashes of brilliance. Um, yeah, but then yeah, poor decision making. But overall, I think he he had quite a terrific game. I thought he looked very good. He did have a good game. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, we get into the second half. Italy's pressing the whole way. And then Chiesa again, man, just uh, gets the ball on the left side of the box. He cuts in on on Trippier, I think it was. And then he had Stones and Walker just... Oh, at his mercy, he he was fake. He was faking the shot. I think he had like two or three fakes in the box, and they fell for every single one of them. But they were just that. It it's scary how good Chiesa is. And then I thought honestly, the he he takes a shot. It's going bottom right corner, and I thought Pickford had a had a great game. Oh yeah, Pick, sure. Pickford had his best me. game in the tournament, and I don't think it was particularly close. No, and. It was very surprising because that was the one thing I was harping on in the last show where I was saying if if there is one weakness for England, it's in, in net. And I thought Pickford was terrific. That that save on Chiesa is a tough save because like not only does he shoot through bodies, it's also placed right in the corner. Like yeah. I was talking about the game uh with a with a gal that I used to uh I used to go to like keeper camp with when I when I played. Um and like we were just completely in agreement that Pickford played that played the goal very poorly in his decision to try and corral the ball. I thought on the on the Italy goal on the Italy goal. Yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that went wrong. There's a lot of stuff that, that went wrong to lead up to it, but the final decision to be made when he tried to corral it, it was just. Like there was far too much happening for him to make an effective play on that outside of punching the ball out to the to the right side where there was nobody. Yeah, so what for how the goal played out in my eyes was first of all, my cousin spoiled the goal for me, which I was very, very upset about. <laughs> because we were we were watching on a stream because I my cousin doesn't have cable, which is frankly unheard of. But oh, um, shit. 
we were watching and my cut co- my other cousin forgot Seven to turn no off comments for you bud <laughs> right and my my other cousin forgot to turn his notifications off so we're watching the game i forget who took the corner i think it was chiesa chiesa or insigne puts the ball down and all i heard behind me was oh my god and i i turned around i was like what and he's like nothing just watch and i was like <laughs> you're Fuck! kidding me and so the ball's played in it's flicked on by i think it was chiellini that flicked the ball on the the near post header that flicked it across goal yeah and whoever was marking Verratti, you did a bad job man <laughs> because marco Verratti is five foot six and he beats his man at the back post to win the header onto the post yeah pickford tried to tried to corral it and i guess he he lost sight of it because reading a ball off the post is hard so i, I think that's why he Absolutely misplayed it is. it bounces off yeah. the post and who who else but Leonardo Bonucci, man? Who else to just get walk past everybody in his way, tap the ball in, and I think it, it's a scrappy goal, but I think it just shows the fight in this team. To it, they never give up, whether it's conceding a second minute goal, uh, winning multiple headers in the box to to get the ball on goal. I, I think they fought really really hard to get there. And uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think when that goal went in, it was it was Italy's game to lose there. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Definitely a momentum shift. Yeah, oh yeah. The the entire game changed at that point because I mean, yeah. fuck, like when Shaw scored, man, like the look on Donnarumma's face was like fuck, like because we had never fucking bringing it. We had never conceded first in the tournament up until then, right? Like that that. That kind of defensive breakdown has never happened in this tournament for us. Yeah. It hasn't happened in a in a very long time, like very long time. And uh, funny stat about Donnarumma: he's played, I think it's at least thirty games for Italy. It's probably more. Um, he has never conceded more than one goal for Italy. Really? Never. Mm. Not once. Wow. Yeah. He. I don't think enough is said about how good this kid really is, and I think. PSG You're next season. Started. Yeah, PSG next season are going to be scary. Oh yeah, they're going to be unless unbelievable. They, unless they, they lose Mbappe. Fucking Mbappe. Who cares? <laughs> Mbappe and Neymar are clowns. Um. Anyways, sorry. I'm letting my I'm letting my European bias get ahead of me. Um. I think honestly, I think the game shifted before that corner. I think the game shifted from that first Chiesa run. I think in the 33rd minute when Chiesa made that first run and shot it to like a foot wide of the post, I think the game shifted from there. And I don't. There was a huge shift there. There's no no denying that. I think where England went wrong is Southgate failed to because Mancini was changing stuff every 10 or 15 minutes when it wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, and and I think Southgate didn't adjust. He he sat back. He goes, "Oh, we have the lead. We're just gonna do what we've done." against Ukraine and Denmark, we're going to take the lead and we're going to sit back and we're going to hit on the counter. But the thing is, you haven't played a team with Italy's quality yet. Like, you just haven't. Yeah. And I, you cannot keep giving them the ball the entire game and expect us not to break through. Like, it's it's just going to happen. Yeah, like Mancini made those uh, double substitutions in the 54th yep. and 55th minute. And oh, yeah. Southgate he didn't is... make his until three minutes after uh, Bonucci's goal. Exactly. He, he made them way too late because what Mangini did was I saw something where he gives Immobile until the 60th minute because he doesn't want his confidence to drop, but I felt like his confidence yeah. wasn't there the entire tournament. So yeah, he takes off um, 
Immobile and he puts on Bernadeschi. Not Bernadeschi. Um, Berardi. Berardi. He brought on Berardi and he brought on Cristante, I think. Yeah, he subbed out Barella. For yeah. Barella. Barella, I thought, didn't have a very good game, which makes me he sad. Had the, because... He had the yellow card as well. Yeah, so and I, he got it early. Uh, that which was tactical. Yeah. yeah. And yes, tactical fouls are a thing, everybody. You don't have to yeah. get a red card for tactically fouling somebody. Um, England did it a lot too. Um, and I think just um, he he switched the balance in midfield because Barella, I thought, when you do have the yellow card, Barella's game is kind of nullified because he is that scrappy box-to-box energy guy. And I feel like he can't play his game if he's cautioned yeah. early. So it was a good move. I think he dropped Cristante into the, um, the holding midfield role and he let uh, Jorginho and Verratti kind of operate in that attacking sense and uh i think it worked the 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 ball movement was an, a lot more fluid i just think um again the, taking a mobile off helped too because he just you could tell right away when berardi came in and insignia came central it was just it, it was a much better flow in attack like we just were clicking a lot better it sucks that we didn't score from open play because i thought we had the chances to do it i yeah. mean both goalies stood tall so i think uh passed off to them for keeping yeah. a close game Fuck. They they were and both the, terrific. Yeah, Stones and Maguire were very good. Stones and Maguire were great. Uh, Harry, Harry Maguire continues to move up my list of favorite. Uh, oh, he's been great, man! All time, like yeah, he is just he is the complete guy, man. Like, I mean, it makes a difference when you have a competent uh, center back or a center back. It, it, it does. Yeah. And, and especially at least like, a consistent him and, one. At him, least a Stones consistent and Walker one. were just. I yeah. thought him, Stones and Walker were, ter- like, yeah. just outstanding all tournament. See, yeah. I differ on that because I don't think Walker was very good. I think Walker is one of those players where I, I think I said it on the last show too. He he's defensively he's not very good, but he has the recovery speed to make up for not right. So and and I guess that could I guess that could skew how how I'm seeing his play. He's um, very good at recovering after making a mistake, but he does make the mistake. And I think Insigne, I think it was right before he came off. It was either Insigne. It was someone on the left. They um, they got past him the first time, and then Walker sprinted full tilt to try and come back, and then they just cut back on him again. And it set up that cross where Bernadeschi could have just tapped it in, and then uh, Bellotti ended up shooting it wide. Um. But yeah, Walker's one of those players I think where defensively he he lacks any sort of awareness whatsoever, but yeah. he he's very good at recovering for that mistake. Yeah. The that's that that's definitely where I'm skewed in seeing it in that it's just that that makeup speed or that recovery speed rather is outstanding. So it is. He can afford to make a defensive mistake. Um you know, not not deep in his not deep in his end per se, but you know, higher up towards midfield, it's yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's it's great to have it. it's great to have that recovery speed because at the end of the day, like defenders are going to make mistakes. It's going to happen, but it's yeah. it's well, exactly. nice to have the speed that lets you recover. Um, Especially, it also helps when you have like defensive partners like Stones, McGuire. Well, Shaw, well, such such a stay at home like, guy like Stones and yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck. McGuire, did McGuire did Stone get within forty fucking yards of a net all tournament? 
that like an, an opposing net like <laughs> he just fucking hangs right back and it's great yeah i mean you'll you'll love to have that yeah for sure definitely a stabilizing presence the thing that i like about stones too is he's got the um he has the ability to make an outlet pass too like he's a very good passer of the ball like technically he's very sound where i think that's where he differs from mcguire where Maguire well, he, is a very he made those passes all Maguire tournament. Maguire loves to attack the box. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maguire, then, oh yeah, yeah Maguire, Maguire is loves, a presence in the box. He loves. To, he gives people fits inside the box. Like, oh man. Yeah, it's because of his frame too. He's a big guy. Like he, he. Oh yeah. Commands a lot of presence oh, yeah. in there because he's big. I'm just trying to think of if anything else happened in extra time. I'm looking at the highlights now. I'm on the Benucci goal. Yeah, Harry Maguire is 6'4". Like, he is a big um, man. Yeah. I think that was it, really, for extra time, right? Like, there wasn't really any. I think England had... Oh, the penalty. Uh, the, the penalty shout. I almost forgot. Raheem Sterling taking another dive. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I got to give a lot of credit to... I got to give a lot of credit to the the referees in the tournament. Or, sorry, in the oh, game, yeah. rather. Uh, I thought yeah, it was... I think they, got a lot, they let a lot go. Yeah, it was. I it was they, a I very. Think they had to, the high stakes of it all. I think they had to like. I don't know. They had to be more selective when yeah. when they chose to pull out their whistle. Yeah. No, for sure. But I appreciated it. To be honest, it was nice to see them let them get, have a little bit more. Yeah, to let the guys play, so to speak. I thought yeah. the referee had a had a very good game in the final. A very very good game. Yeah. Yeah. Do we um. Do we want to talk about the Raheem Sterling penalty shout slash dive again? Or? I don't know. I mean, what else does there to say? Do we remember that? Do we want to beat a dead horse? No, I meant in the Italy game. Sterling, it just, yeah. It's, well, well, it's, it's, it's the same thing again and again. It's, it's consistent out of him. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, we're, we're all in agreement uh, that it wasn't a penalty though, right? Oh, 100%. No. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I guess. Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. There yeah. was that uh, one. Uh, Did you say I guess uh, so, Ashley? I said I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, the referee didn't call it. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like if it wasn't a final, they might have called it. But do you think it was a penalty though? No, I don't. Th- in real time, I don't think it was a penalty. No. Okay. I, th- I think the replays probably made it look worse than it was, as is the case a lot of the time. Yeah. Um. I just think I think Sterling actually had a chance to like have a shot on target there, but he decided to flop instead. And I think the <laughs> Chiellini yelling at him to get up was hilarious too. By the way, like that. oh yeah, no, I I was fucking here for that. It just shows like I think Chiellini all tournament too because like he, he just, just looked never looked so rattled. comfortable. Not, not once, not once did he look rattled. Even the, so I don't think I think um, nobody's talking about how good Benucci and Chiellini were in the final. I thought they were tremendous. Second half onwards, like they, I don't think they lost a single defensive header. I don't think anybody beat them on the dribble. Like, I don't remember England ever. There was one too where um, I think it was in extra time. There was a giveaway by Berardi where he tried to clear the ball and he sliced it and it went right across to Kane. And then he played Sterling in on the wing, and he was on like a partial break. Yeah, and he came down oh, yeah, real, yeah. real, and real, Chiellini, real low. Chiellini, yeah, and Chiellini just made up thirty yards, just sprinted and blocked the cross. And I, like, 
it's just evident how good these fucking guys are. I thought are, that, that I thought are. that was England's best best chance to win was was that. And I think chance? Sterling dwelled on it because I think he should have played that ball early because I think Saka beat his man. There's that there's that one challenge in extra time. I think uh, that went unpunished. I think Grealish uh, someone stepped on his knees on Grealish. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I think it was. I think it went to his a yellow. And, I mean, they both. I mean, they both went down. They both got. They both got treatment. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was a yellow card for that. Yeah. I thought we got away with one there because when I saw it back and the studs were lifted, I was like, that could probably be called a red because yeah, I that was that was where I was when I was sitting there watching it. I was like, man, and and I think. I, I think this comes down to the to the championship mentality again. In that, I don't think you're going to call that a red in a championship, in that unless, game, no. unless it's blatant and Grealish has to leave. I yeah. don't think you call that so a red. From like in my vantage point, I can see it both ways. I can see why people want the red card call because in the it's the letter of the law. If your studs are up, you it's a red card, right? Yeah. Like you can't yeah. make that challenge. Well, at and, the and same I mean, time. You know it really wasn't a great challenge. It wasn't. No, in any stretch, it wasn't at all. But yeah, it was pretty late. It was. It was late. Studs were high, but yeah. he got the ball first. It, it was the follow through that got him. And I think, in the context that they, they both were like were hurt after it, but nobody was seriously hurt. I think the ref did a good job of looking at it situationally and yeah. saying, "Okay, it's a dangerous." foul but this game is balanced i'm not going to decide the game right now i'm giving you a yellow card yeah don't do shit like that again and i think that's the way you should referee the match if nobody's hurt if if nobody's seriously hurt from it and the game is balanced don't influence the game yeah unless it's like pretty egregious unless it's really egregious yeah if it's egregious and there's intent to injure there then of course send them off like you know you have to protect the players on the pitch first and foremost but at the same time it's it's a a final like yeah. it is a heavily contested yeah, there, game guys absolutely no way you could call that a red i think it was um, Jorginho it, that, that made the tackle. Yeah, it, yeah, it was Jorginho. Yeah. yeah Jorginho a hot, all day is gonna make that tackle all day because yeah. that guy is a warrior and dude like shout out to Jorginho for like having an unbelievable season like just integral to both of his sides title wins i don't think enough is said about how good that guy is yeah but yeah, he the challenge was late. It was tough, but I think the ref made the right call in the grand scheme of things. Yep, and then uh, I think pretty much uh, that near the end of uh, extra time, the substitutions were made. Oh, <laughs> oh Such, Like here's here's I mean, the thing. I get it's it. like I get it in a way. <laughs> number one bullshit, as uh, Kuchera would say. Here is what I don't get. So when extra time starts. Your attacking line is still the same. It's still Saka, or no? Saka got taken off for. No, he didn't. He got. Uh, he started right. Saka. No, Saka. No, Saka he didn't came start. He got for subbed Trippier. on uh, for Henderson. Oh, no, for I Trippier. thought it was for Henderson. No, it's Trippier because Trippier okay. started. That's right. So, okay. your attacking line hasn't generated much of anything for sixty minutes. Um, can, we, can we just back up for like two seconds? Yeah, and talk about how like Saka made sense you had to try and generate some sort of pace up front because they hadn't had it for yeah. at that yeah. point they hadn't had it for over a half hour 
Right. Um, but then you make th- this horizontal move of, of putting in Henderson for Rice. I mean, yeah. Rice, Phillips, and Henderson are the same guy. Okay, now this is where I'm going to differ on your opinion. I think bringing in Henderson was the right move. Really? And let me tell you why. Jordan Henderson has been in these games before. Like you, I think ha- having Rice and Phillips in the midfield is is fine, but when you're getting run over, which England was, they were at that point. They, they were at that point. It wasn't going their way. When you bring in a guy like Jordan Henderson, who is a leader, he's a winner. I think that's the guy you should be bringing in. I thought, look, man, I'm going to be honest. I think Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips were supremely overrated in this tournament. Yeah, like, I mean. You can start one, but you can't. You can't justify starting both. Jesus, they're good well, players. Bring on Henderson and then stub him off at the end of subbing extra him, time for subbing him break. off. Subbing him off didn't make any sense. Like I understand they were looking for penalties, but like, look, man, your front line. Oh, it was Mount. It was Mount Kane and Sterling that started up front. Yeah. When you when your attack isn't generating anything, and do something. <laughs> You have Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford sitting on the bench for like 118 minutes. I just, I have to ask the question: What the fuck is Southgate trying to do? No well, one knows. <laughs> and and, and then you want to win the game? Do you want to win the game? Because no, if obviously, you're obviously apparently fucking bring, bring them out at the beginning of extra time. Literally, if he wanted to win, he started. He'd start Grealish. But anyways, we've already talked about that one. Yeah. Well, like, and, and I mean, you know what? Start. I will dwell on that. Until World Cup. I don't fucking care. Jack Grealish had no business starting on the bench. And look, this is what I'm going to say. I thought when it went to extra time, I looked at everybody and I said, we're going to lose this game. Because my thought was at the start of extra time, he's bringing on Sancho, he's bringing on Rashford, and he's bringing on Grealish. And we are fucked. Well, because fuck, what do you what do you do? How do you defend three guys that? coming off the bench? Well, and, and, and I mean, their bench sudden, is better than ours, plain and all, simple. All of a sudden, you have three creators in the fr- up front in Rashford, Sancho, and Harry Kane. Because as we've discussed, and you made a very strong point of, Harry Kane is an incredible creator for a striker. Fuck. See, and the thing is, with bringing on Rashford and Sancho, it gives you versatility because Kane can drop into that number ten role, and he can start creating for those two guys who can play wing and centrally. Yeah. And then yeah. you're causing Italy problems because it's like, okay, who's taking who? Because like your attack becomes so more so much more fluid with those three guys. Yeah. And then you have well, Grealish supplying the ball too. It's like, what the fuck do we do? And then you have Jordan <laughs> Henderson, who is an absolute leader and just like like anchoring that back three, because I forgot they started with a back three technically. Yeah. And then Sean Trippier or those what what pisses me off the most is that uh Southgate had the keys to a Ferrari. On an open road, and he was driving it like it was a minivan stuck in traffic. Shout out to Ibrahimovic. Great quote. <laughs> Great love, quote. I fucking love Ibrahimovic. Underrated. Yeah, hasn't won a Champions League yet, so fuck you, Ibra. But <laughs> <laughs> wow, disrespect to Inter legend Ibrahimovic. Inter legend. He hates us, dude. He hates us. It's so he funny. He played for you though. <laughs> yeah, but then we traded him That's for Eto. No, he he hates us because. 
We we did that swap deal with Barcelona. We swapped Ibrahimovic for Samuel Eto, which is the greatest oh. Inter move of all time. And then we ended up winning the treble. Man. We, we won the treble and beat Barcelona in the process to get there. And he was like, yo, fuck this. Samuel Eto was so fucking good. Oh, my, my God. Fa- one oh, of my yeah. favorite players of all time. Yeah. He is yeah, great so, player. Oh. But, uh, but anyways. But, okay, so just yeah, so ba- back to the subs for a sec. So uh, Southgate's an idiot. Well, yeah, oh, I mean, yes. Grealish on in the 99th <laughs> made no sense. It was so late. Uh, and, I mean, if you're going to do that, like, let's fucking but commit to But, I mean, to ironically, it. too, when they and brought just, him in, what did he start doing right away? Creating. Fuck, uh, within two was, minutes. That in the chat. Two Guys, fucking he was, minutes he was creating. He was scary. So, let me yep. give you... Um, let me give you context here. Italy made... Uh, England's first substitution was in the 70th minute. Yeah, it was three minutes after the Bonucci yeah. goal, and it was bringing in Saka for Trippier. I thought, I thought he should have done that a while ago. But Italy had already made two substitutions at that point. They made that double switch, the Cristante yeah, and Berardi coming and 55th. On. Yeah, and then Bonucci gets a yellow card and then scores t- uh, two minutes later, which is just poetic, or 12 minutes later, whatever. And then, then they make the change. So that is reactionary that's not exactly like there was nothing proactive about it and the thing about Southgate is I think tactically he's not a very good coach I think he had all of the tools to win this game and guys they scored in the second minute like you can't sit back and guard that for 88 fucking minutes against a team of Italy's quality you can't do it exactly you can do that against the Ukraine if you want to and just play on the counter but you can't (laughs) You can't do that against fucking Italy. No. For fuck's sakes. The game was there for the taking. When it went into extra time, and I was saying it in the chat too, I was like, England looked stronger in extra time. They looked like they were on the verge. Yeah, it was was about about the 105th minute, and they re... Well, no, it was just before the break that they started making, because, yeah, they brought on Grealish, and all of a sudden things started to happen. Weird coincidence. Okay, surprise, by the way. surprise. Yeah, weird coincidence. Morons. You bring in your most creative and influential player, and things start to happen. Yeah, crazy how hey, that works. Hey, uh, just just on the topic of Grealish for a sec. Do you think he? Uh, do you think he leaves Villa? A hundred percent. Oh yeah, I mean, Villa are the kind of uh, club that feed talent to the bigger clubs. So. Yeah, he's, he's probably <laughs> going to City. He's probably going to City. Along with Harry Kane, yeah, I think. Oh my God! Can you fucking? You think imagine? Kane leaves? You think Kane leaves uh, Tottenham? He he requested a transfer. Yeah, but he, I mean, to City though. He wants yeah. to win, man. Oh yeah, if I was him, I'd go to City. Fuck. It'd be funny if he went to Arsenal. <laughs> oh my God! I don't think anyone in their right mind would go to Arsenal. What a dog <laughs> it'd be, shit club! It'd be uh, Saul Campbell all like, over. They... Literally, Adebayor. <laughs> oh, Saul Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> like Arsenal hasn't been good since uh Prime Van Percy. Oh, and that was like 2013, man. Like, 2013, wasn't he at fucking United by then? Oh, tw- yeah, 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 that's the year yeah, he won the yeah. league. <laughs> so like we're talking like mid to late 2000s is when Arsenal was a threat. They haven't yeah, been they good suck. since. Anyways, back to Southgate sucking ass. Um Yeah. There's a reason why Middlesbrough got relegated when he took over as manager. And he's not he's just another yes man. <laughs> he's just another yes man. 
You know, he was never actually supposed to get the England job. He only got it on an interim basis because uh, Allardyce got fired abruptly. So, Allard- I mean, oh, what happened with Allardyce? I forget. There was something uh, big, wasn't it? Yeah, it was some, some kind of a scandal. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Wait, are we talking about England or Middlesbrough? Yeah, England. England, yeah. All- Allardyce coached England? Yeah, he was a he was an England man. He was the manager before Southgate. No, that was Hodgson, wasn't it? No, no. There was a guy after yeah. Hodgson. Yeah, yeah, Al- Allardyce. Yeah. Uh, sports yeah. corruption scandal, which began. Uh, yeah. Football for yeah, sale investigate. Yeah, the football for sale. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, he. Yeah, the daily res- the Daily Telegraph uh, investigation. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, it res- resigned after one game in charge. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Not um, much to say there, but like my thing with Southgate is like he he gives off this impression that he's this stoic, like he's not going to get rattled. But like at the same time, he doesn't strike me as a guy that's very motivating. Like Mancini on the touchline is like you know that guy wants to win. He's yelling instructions at his players. I think K- him and Chiesa argued more than they talked. <laughs> the entire tournament because dude every time i saw these guys talking mention is yelling at him and Kies is like what the fuck like i'm the only one doing shit and he's like yelling at him some more i'm like what the? like maybe that's just how they communicate it looks like they're I, arguing but really yeah, there's a lot of a lot of <laughs> hand <laughs> motions a lot of hand talking fucking surprise <laughs> surprise <laughs> oh yeah what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> man the Italian right. team making hand gestures. Must be oh my god! I was just fucking dying at that every time, man. Um, <laughs> you know what also surprised me? We brought on Florenzi in the 118th minute, and I looked around and I was like, "Wait, has Florenzi been healthy the whole time? <laughs> what? Why are we starting fucking Di Lorenzo if Florenzi is just there, ready to go?" And Emerson was subbed off for him. Yeah, which I don't know. I I think that might have been a move anticipating penalties because Forenzi's a pretty good penalty taker. Yeah. But um, yeah. So then, then we get to the, then we get to the controversial part because in extra time, Grealish is just working it. But yeah. Sterling, I thought Sterling was very ineffective today, which was nice. Um, do we want to talk was about the invisible? Yeah, he, he didn't have a good o- outside of that about... one. Outside of that one sequence down low where he where inevitably Chiellini, fucked it up. Chiellini made up 30 yards <laughs> yeah, and blocked it. exactly. Yeah. Outside of that, I thought he was completely invisible. Do we want to talk about the Saka Chiellini foul? Do we have to give that any airtime? Or I'm, Yeah, that was, yeah. A pretty, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, like, was it? <laughs> no, I mean, he got booked for it. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was um, pretty bad. <laughs> are we gonna... he, 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 that, he's lucky that wasn't like... Uh, that, that yeah, that was pretty. Uh, I mean, he's lucky it wasn't what a red. No, I'm just saying he's lucky. Like it wasn't. It didn't happen inside, like right inside. Nah, he was. I don't think. I don't think he makes smart. that grab. I don't think. He, <laughs> no. I don't think he creates that anywhere close. Who knows, man? In the heat of the moment, like Kilini doesn't have the heat of the moment plays, bro. That guy doesn't get rattled by anything. There's no way he makes that challenge if he knows he's getting. If he like knows he might get a red for it. Maybe. I mean, the yellow. The yellows are right call. I mean, I don't think they can be. It's Are not you? a red card. I, I saw somebody no, literally, not. somebody posted, I forget who it was, and like you can tell who's a casual by the comment section under posts. Like, did, did Chiellini deserve a red card for this? And everyone's like, if you don't think it's a red, you don't know shit about football. Where, where, was, where like, was this? Oh, 
Everywhere. Everywhere, dude. Everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everywhere. Twitter, Everywhere. Twitter was just a fucking mess. Twitter. So I literally, I replied <laughs> to people and I was like, cesspool anymore. Oh, my God. I literally <laughs> was like, okay, stink. what makes it a red card? And they're like, that's a no, terrible challenge. Ca- that's a terrible a challenge. They're like, that's a terrible challenge. Okay, but what in the rule book says that it's a red card? He grabbed them by the shirt and pulled them down. I'm like, okay, that's not a- in the rules. That's yeah, a it yellow was, card. It a, it's a yellow. Yeah, absolutely. No, and they, a yellow fucking, all day. It, it's a horse you know collar tackle, but I mean, fuck. Like, oh my God, dude, it was so great. Uh, I loved every second of that. Because what happened for me was I saw the ball bounce and I go, oh, Chiellini. That's the one mistake he made all game. He let the ball bounce. And I was like, Saka's going to turn him here. <laughs> well, and fuck, like, I mean, Saka was Saka as soon as it bounced. Yeah, like you said, you <laughs> he knew. turns him. And Chiellini's just like, ah, thank you. You'll be sitting down. Thank you. <laughs> and like, like bitch. so this is the thing. Fuck. People were saying that like, oh, it denied an obvious goal scoring opportunity. I was like, how? Oh, there's a three on That's two a- <laughs> at the halfway oh, line. Whoop do fucking do. Yeah, I was at the fucking half line, man. Like, Christ. <laughs> at the halfway line. We're arguing about a three on two at the halfway line. Like as evidenced like, as evidenced earlier. Chiellini closed fucking in no time on Sterling. Like this, this yeah. wasn't a three on two. This was a three on two for about a half a second before Chiellini yeah. got turned. And let's be real, man. England was making tactical fouls too. It's not like we're the only oh, ones that were doing it. And it's, it's part, part of the, the game, game, man. It's yeah. what yeah. happens when it's a tight game in the 115th minute. If somebody gets past you, I'm going to foul them because I don't want them scoring. Yeah. Now, if he would have if he would have grabbed something other than the shirt and was a little bit more malicious with it, then yeah, you you definitely say okay. Well, yeah, if he cool. if he kicks him in the shin and like punches him in the face, yeah. and okay, cool. <laughs> but like he grabbed him by the shirt, he just happened to grab him by the collar because it was the first thing that was there. Like, yeah, whatever, man. It is what it is. It wasn't a play that changed the outcome of the game, to be honest. No, it it wasn't. So now we get to the hundred and twentieth minute where. Yeah, that was uh... look. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted Sancho and Rashford on so bad, but at Much that point, at that point, the, the second brought, I wouldn't have brought them on. The second, well, bring them on. Well, but the the second to, it hits the ninetieth minute, you bring those two on. The second yeah. extra time starts, you bring those two in. Yeah, that's what I'm now, saying. Beginning of extra time, they get. I I, the, I would have left Henderson in, personally. Yeah, you. Henderson needed to stay in for that penalty shootout. He yeah. needed to be on the pitch for it because I, I don't understand why you would take off your most experienced player for that. That yeah, it makes outside, no outside sense of what, for me. Kane and Kane and Maguire. That's it. Yeah. And like, dude, this this isn't FIFA. You can't just sub in the guys with the best penalty rating and expect them to smash their penalty yeah. into the top corner. Like these guys didn't touch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And then you expect them to come in and take the third and fourth penalties of a penalty shootout in the final of the tournament. Like, oh, God. You set them up for failure. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And and you know what? Like, I'm going to use a fucking Jammin' or Banning quote here. Fireable offense. (laughs) It is. It is. It was absolutely fucking atrocious. How the fuck do you do that? So, okay. Like you, you, Sterling, you have to man. bring them on you at the Sterling. Yeah, you had Sterling. <laughs> so like, Jesus. Um, Gre- I, I would have used you Grealish. <laughs> yeah, Grealish, man. You had so many options. And like, here is, uh, and and I mean, 
Rashford said it in, in his piece. He said, you know, I, I make that shot in my sleep. But, yeah. you know, Marcus has normally yeah, played but- 120 minutes before he's taking that. Penalty. Yeah, normally you play some football before you actually have to go to penalties. Yeah. Like, so instead of coming barely... on and, like, <laughs> running halfway across the field before the whistle gets blown, like, fuck. <laughs> here's my – here's the lineup for the penalty shootout, by the way. So this is – you look at these five players and you go, okay, I guess that makes sense. I just – Harry Kane going first, I like that a lot. You set the tone. Set a, yeah, you set a tone. You let your captain set the tone. You let your best player set the tone. Got it. And he Perfect. rifled his great oh, penalty. So nice. Harry Kane I, is one yeah. of the best penalty takers in world football. He he is extraordinarily good at it. And you know what? I think we undersold Kane a little. Like, I mean, I know you've like part of his game is very overrated, I think, but the things he does off the ball. Harry Kane is a very good player. Like, let's let's be frank. About and that. you know like, what? He is. I think he would be. We've talked about it too. I think he would be elite, world class as a ten. Yeah, he he he's very similar to Wayne Rooney, where he. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think he's more effective in the ten spot. I think for Harry Kane, he IQ wise is one of the smartest players in the game. I just think he's not on the level that people. Th- say that he's on like people compare him to Messi and Ronaldo and it's like whoa 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 like you're not you're you're not that guy yeah you're not that guy like I've heard him compare himself to be like I want to be at the Ronaldo and Messi level like I feel like my game can get there and it's like I don't know well I I mean there's nothing wrong with having a goal like that right like no 100% but like I, I want to be there not I am there I feel I can get there okay man Fucking, you want to work your tail play- off to get there? Go for it. I don't think he plays on a team that would allow him to actually reach that. Also level, true. Though. Yeah. And Mourinho, true. as much as uh, polarizing as he can be, I don't think he had a system which would actually allow Kane to get to that level either. There will be no Jose Mourinho slander. On the I love Jose. <laughs> well, oh, well, he's God. gone. So. <laughs> you know what Jose Mourinho said at the very beginning of the tournament? What he said, he said that Italy were favorites to Italy were his favorites to win. He also said he he hopes that it would come home. I think yeah. I, uh, yeah, but he said he he wished it would come home. <laughs> we can't go home to somewhere that it's never been. Let's just thank you, put that out there. Um, time out though, time out though. Here's the yeah. thing technically, it was home, but then it was taken away yeah. by it was, Roman it was conquerors, baby. <laughs> the trophy was in the building. It was um, home in a way, but hey, maybe if it's we... tented, it, it will be needed. It needs to be sent back to England. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're gonna take very good care of it. Don't you worry. You're not like it Lightning will, fans. <laughs> it will stay in the Stadio Olimpico for four years, and we will love every second of it. Uh, do we want to get into the penalty shootout? Oh yeah, might as well. Uh, uh, the dude, this off. was. So like, like just thinking about it makes me just want to fucking die inside. Oh man, I was not having a good time, dude. I was not having a good time. I was having a um, good I was time. loving it. Um so we'll start. Harry Kane rifles his penalty. Yeah. As a as a neutral, penalty shootouts are the best thing in football to watch. Like they're awesome. But when your team's in them, uh oh, yeah, yeah. Was, wasn't fun. Um <laughs> Especially Harry Kane goes first. The history. Yeah. 
And like that was no okay. Berardi goes first. Berardi goes first. Yes. yes. So before we get there, um, the fact that Southgate kind of settled for penalties when England notoriously oh God, chokes right? at penalty shootouts. I, it made no sense to me. I think it was like the 110th minute. I was watching this game going, England are settling for penalties here, I think. And Italy and it, was just uh, like, okay. Look, like, we're going to try and win yeah. it because we, like, but, we don't want to go know, to another penalty shootout. But, you know, we also have Donna fucking Ruma. Oh, dude. We're, we're going to get to You him. would think that Southgate, of all people, wouldn't want it to go to penalties. Right? He's, he's, one, of the, he's one of the ones that missed them. Like, <laughs> yeah, get a clue. Man versus Germany. I'm like, get what a the hell clue. Is like what the hell is wrong with this guy? This guy is on a map. Um, okay, let's get into the penalty shootout. Berardi goes first. Um, I think Pickford guessed the right way on his. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, no, Pickford went the wrong way yes. on the first one. Um, then because Donnarumma went the same way as Harry Kane, and he rifled it like yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, side yeah, netting, just fucking side netting, no chance. buried it. Donnarumma didn't stand a chance That's, on it. And that is a textbook penalty. If you put it in the side netting, you score. Because yeah. no, yeah. no way goalie's getting to it. And then Andrea Bellotti steps up. And I knew he was going to miss. <laughs> the, the, se- the, the second he put the ball down and it zoomed in on his face, this guy looked like he saw a ghost. <laughs> no, I'm not even fucking kidding oh, no, you, man. You're, you're not wrong. He looked no. like someone just like had a gun to his wife's head in the stands. Like he body looked... Language terrified his run-up was fucking weird like he just ran straight at the ball and then just side foots it just like barely off center to the right and pickford great save pickford guessed the right way knew where he was going kept the ball out and man i don't know pickford looked like he was vocal like he was yelling he was pickford like, was a man possessed in this entire game he wanted it and he had a great game, man. Like, like I don't think people I mean, are talking about know how what? good Pickford was. We, we, we shit-talked Pickford a lot. And you know what? Realistically, he kind of earned it at, at the point that we shit-talked him. Oh, he didn't look good at yeah. all. But, but he showed like, up like, that last game. Holy yeah, 100%. Fuck, did he look good in the final. And, uh, yo, Harry Maguire's penalty? Damn, he killed oh, it. My <laughs> lord. What a what the, finish. What a, venge- what a vengeance, man. And I think it's weird. I... For me, anytime a defender steps up to take a penalty, is it me that like defenders when they take penalties, they're always like technically perfect? Yeah, but I mean, like, like it's it's funny because like outside of a select few, and I'm including McGuire in this, like dudes just fucking run at the ball and they're like, "All right, I know where I'm going. You, uh, I'm gonna fucking kill this, and you can try and stop it." Yeah, you know it's why? Like a, I think it's defenders... like a pitcher coming out and just fucking throwing a fastball down the pipe. Yeah, you know you why? This is why I think defenders are be- 102 down the gut. Right. <laughs> defenders are, <laughs> are better penalty takers than strikers, and let me tell you why. They don't do what Rashford does. They don't do this stupid fucking, I'm going to go three feet to the side, then I'm going to take five shimmy steps, and then I'm going to stutter, and I'm going to do a hop. They run at the thing, and they fucking hit it. Even if you go the right way, don't, I'm, don't I'm get hitting it. cute. Yeah, oh I'm, my God. Like, I'm running at this ball and I'm hitting it straight through you. I don't care if you go the right way. You're not stopping it because <laughs> that's how you should take a penalty. It's and like st- like strikers you have gotten to want to kick the ball right through the fucking net is how you should approach it. 100 percent. Like you, I don't understand where the switch came. 
from I'm going to beat the goalie to, oh, I'm going to trick the goalie. I'm going to, I'm going to make him go the wrong way. And I'm just going to do this stupid, just hit the thing. And Bonucci comes up after Maguire. You know when the same shit just smashes inside net. When Zidane fucking just chipped that little one in 06. Off the bar and in. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that one very clearly. That Uh, that also wasn't a penalty. No, it wasn't. But that that was where it changed. Never a penalty. And guys got cute. No, but the thing with Zidane was. He didn't do the run up. Like he still ran at the ball, but he like Panenka's were always a thing off penalties, right? But it it's this Neymar stutter step bullshit that I just like. It's the Bruno Fernandez hop. Like it, it's just so stupid. Like just fucking shoot the thing. Yeah. And like Harry Maguire and Leo Bonucci show you exactly how to take a penalty. I'm running at it and I'm hitting it side netting or I'm hitting it in the top corner. Yeah, but uh, Fernando, for, uh, Bruno's is, is pronounced. He actually still hits it very hard when he's taking a penalty. It, it's fine if you hit it hard. I'm just saying the yeah. the hop and stutter step bullshit yeah. is fucking stupid to watch, and I hate it. If I'm not mistaken, I think Luis Figo used to do that sometimes. Probably. Fucking yeah, Portuguese. I think <laughs> world player of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it just... So then... After Maguire fucking kills it. Like he fuck, what a terrific shot. Great, great penalty. Benucci sinks his after Maguire to make it two two. Was Benucci's yeah. the one that or that Pickford went the right way? Yes, went the right way, but Benucci elevated it just enough to get just, it by him. Like I'm I think Pickford might have got fingers on it. But he also hit it hard enough where if he well, did yeah, go the right exactly, way, exactly. it's going past him. That's the point of a penalty. Like well, hit exactly, it past yeah. the goalie. Fucking hammer it. Yeah, uh, and then and, Rashford yeah, steps up. Fuck, Rashford and, and and Rashford also came out and said this. He said, "You know what? I hit those in my sleep. I don't know why I, I don't know why I did that." He, because he it's doesn't because take he, runups he, like that. No, but it's because he didn't touch the football. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It just it made so, me like, so Jesus. fucking mad. He's a good. But normally, you play these. Like he's a ugh. he's a great penalty taker. Wasn't he eighteen for? 23 or something stupid this or lifetime or something? I think, I think I'm not sure. He's a very good penalty taker. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie to you. When yeah. Rashford missed that penalty, I was happier that he missed because of that stupid run up, not happier because Italy was tied. Every time I see guys take that stupid mm. run up, I'm like, miss, fucking miss, please miss. Like, because I, you I, think I, like the other team might take notice and like might change their mind about doing that? Yeah, just stop doing it. Like, just pick yeah. where you're going to go and put it there. Yeah. <clears throat> Bernardeschi steps up after, which I was scared about because he is downright terrible. <laughs> but uh, good penalty. I, not really, actually. He's lucky that pick for Dove. Put it down the middle. Um, Italy goes up 3-2. And then Jaden Sancho steps up. And uh, it is... He doesn't do the stupid run-up. But it's just not a good penalty, is it? No, it wasn't. Mm, it's no. central. It's a great height for Donnarumma. Donnarumma makes a good save, but he didn't really have to do much. The only spot you were beating Donnarumma was side netting, really. Or a corner. Or 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 a co- like you had to be perfect on the corner though. The dude is yeah. a the dude is a fucking mountain. Yeah. yeah. Like um okay, so Rashford for his career just uh, he's 14 for 16 on penalties. Jesus Christ. Jaden Sancho? No, Rashford. 
No, Rashford. Oh, Rashford. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus yeah. Christ. Ra- like, <laughs> Rashford is a very good penalty taker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. It, it uh, just... So, after Sancho misses, and then Jorginho. Uh, Jor- it, it sets up Jorginho to win it again, and I thought it was money in the bank because... I don't know if you guys watch Chelsea a lot. Jorginho doesn't miss penalties, dude. No. No. And this is what annoyed me. He changed what side he goes to because I thought Pickford played it very well because Jorginho, again, does that stupid little hop. And Pickford has seen it enough times where he didn't bite on it. Yeah. I was very worried when it was Jorginho. I was like, fuck, he's going to do that stupid fucking little crow hop. Yeah, yeah. he's he's always our fifth penalty taker. Always. And... And, um, He's he, gonna fucking bury it, and then he did. Hundred percent. Like, oh my god! Thank God. Because Pickford was very good on that too, because he didn't bite on the stutter, he didn't bite on the hop, and it made Jorginho double guess him, like second guess himself right before he hit it, and he changed what side he was going to, yeah. because he usually slots it on the right, and then yeah, great save by Pickford keeps him in the game, and then fifth penalty taker. I was like, okay, Grealish is coming, Sterling's coming, somebody's coming. Who is is money in the bank? Nope. And they bring out Bukayo Saka, who is nineteen, 19. years old. He's nineteen, 19. years old. And look, I am all for managers trusting their young players. This this isn't the time to do it, man. Especially nope. like. Uh... And the thing with with writing out the penalty order is it's not set in stone. When, when you see that Jorginho misses and you have a chance to tie it up, look, man, I don't care if Saka gets his feelings hurt. Somebody's got to step up and be like, yo, I'm taking this penalty. Grealish, Sterling, uh, I don't know, Shaw, somebody. Oh, have to go in there and be like, we're not putting the ball Because if he misses, he's going to get Grealish murdered. In I'm sorry, in the press. Grealish was the and best player. We got to protect our guys. How do you not I, use Rahe- fucking... Raheem Sterling. Well, because uh, Sterling dude is a pure draw. goal scorer. Yeah, it was your top goal scorer at the tournament too, wasn't he? Yeah. Kane. Well, no, Kane. Yeah. Kane. But like, you you got to use one of those guys, no? Like before yeah. soccer. <laughs> yes. Nor you would think that someone with half a brain would use <laughs> one of those guys. And look, it, it's not a good penalty, but I'm I'm not gonna blame the kid because. It's too much pressure to put on. He's he. First of all, he plays for Arsenal. He's got pressure enough on him, man. Like, <laughs> like not wrong, he's though. he's expected to like turn this fucking dog shit team around. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, fate of the country on the line. By the way, go ahead, have fun. And okay, <laughs> I don't care that Donnarumma didn't know they won. The fucking walk off after with the straight face oh, dude, was. That was <laughs> Just legend material, man. Oh my god, that was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Just, just walks off. No, no, he shouldn't have said anything because they asked him, they were like, they're like, why did you walk off so slow? He's like, I honestly didn't know we won until my teammates started, like, started piling on me. (laughs) And I was like, he shouldn't have said anything. He should have just been like, it's what I do, man. It's what I do. That's what you act like you've been there. Um, and <laughs> for for the record, Jaden Sancho uh, was six for six coming in. Yeah, oh, but Saka misses. Donnarumma saves, and um, Italy are champions of Europe for the second time. The first time since '68, I believe. 
And Do you um, know what the worst part about this was? England had a chance to win it, and then they had a chance to tie it. And because they used Rashford and Sancho and Saka, like players that were either too young or did not uh, play any, and barely had any, barely uh, had any playing time. I mean, in the most crucial moments, those are the players that Southgate do. Um, like talk about. I mean, I don't yourself. think I don't think the I don't think the problem is going to them. I think the problem is leaving them the way they did, so cold for the two of them to, no, but, to come in. That's the thing. Like they 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 were they should have been in way earlier. Taking the most important penalties, like, and he hadn't done God, anything. Like... <laughs> now, now listen. As much as Italy, or as much as England fucked it, um, can we exactly. give a shout? Can we give a shout they, out? They didn't have a chance to do anything. Italy did what they needed to do. They shut down things. They 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 looked panicked to start after the first goal was scored, like you said, but they came around and executed when they needed to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like I mean, they don't ask how; they just say how much. Nope. Yeah. Um. I also think that Italy was the best team in the tournament, and I well, think we should. That was already said give, before. Uh, as give them, as evidenced by UEFA's team of the tournament um <laughs> oh yeah five italians uh I, I i do have one objection i think shaw should have been in the top o- over who Jorginho? no i think it was uh or walker. it was spinazzola no, no. yes spinazzola uh i think spinazzola deserves I to mean, be it- in there I mean, I, I don't disagree with Spinazzola being in there. I just think, like, for me personally. I think Spinazzola I, I, was more effective in bigger games as opposed to Shaw having three assists against Ukraine. <laughs> well, kind it's, of it's for the entire tournament. So, I mean, like... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I think the team of the tournament thing is a little a little much. Like Lukaku's in is the was yeah, Lukaku the yeah. best striker at the tournament? Probably not. I did not understand that voice, but I mean, I guess, I guess some of them are reputation voices, maybe. That's like I right. think Kane, yeah. I think Kane deserves that way more than Lukaku. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I think Insignia and Sterling are either or, but the team of the tournament is whatever um i think here i'm gonna give my my italian take here i i think this team um you know we're, we're coming off when mancini took over we were at our lowest fifa ranking ever we had just failed to qualify for the 2018 world cup and I, those were the, the days the, the work the work the <laughs> fuck off <laughs> the work well, i think you're like a lot of players retire right like no, it, it was look, it was bad coaching. It was systemically our federation was just top to bottom, just not they didn't have our our And didn't they deal uh, with that whole match fixing thing shortly before twenty eighteen World Cup? Like wasn't that all like coming out of the woodwork and that's like a that's like a fucking Every two years or so. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that was that was a that was a long hey, time. Ago. I'm, I'm that pausing, was I'm pausing, I'm pausing for a second. Ago. No, can I give credit to Italy for a second instead of so, just talking yeah. shit about England? Um, 
Yeah, fucking right. As I should. Because all we're going to talk about is, oh, Southgate made bad substitutions. Do we want to talk about, like, uh, where okay, cool. But like, can we talk about here? the other team and that played the, too? Or we have the... you've been giving credit to Italy the last two pods. So no, now. we were not. <laughs> we were talking about how England fucked it, and then we we glossed over the Bonucci goal. Like oh, it didn't even happen. Did. <laughs> yeah, no, we put it in the net. Them. Anyways, let's we move on to how England fucked time. up. <laughs> the The work that Roberto Mancini has done with this Italy team is because it. Really, frankly, I, I've never seen a manager turn yeah, a national side around it. quite like that. Yep, go. And, uh, <laughs> it's more. Fun you go from literally not qualifying to the, for the World Cup, which was like actually a national disgrace. Like Ventura, when he, dude, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Imagine not playing in Sydney yeah, no, for, for for all two purposes, whole matches and losing one nil to Sweden over two legs. By the way. And now Insigne is literally your number 10, your most influential player. Uh, the guy that you brought on, Daniele De Rossi, instead of him, De Rossi was literally screaming at Ventura to bring on Insigne because they were losing. And he told De Rossi to warm up, and he said oh. no. Oof. Literally said no. He's like, I'm not warming up. Like, bring, the, bring fucking Insigne on, you dipshit. Uh, Daniele De Rossi is an assistant coach for Italy now, funny enough, who actually... <laughs> There is a video of him. Jesus. Paroma legend. Makes sense. Good de- good decision maker. Wasn't wasn't he the one in the video of him going head first along the table? Saw that. <laughs> he treats the, ta- the table like a slip and slide. Goes head first down it. Yes, sir. Legend. Yep. I love Daniele De Rossi. I love him. <laughs> yeah, they sprayed like champagne on it and shit. He just slid across it and went fucking head first into the locker. So funny, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, l- l- let's give props to Roberto Mancini. Like he I-, I hope he sticks around for the World Cup. He's said that he wants to get back into club management eventually. But um man, like what what a manager. What I, I can't say enough words about him. He... He's inspired Pride a nation. He's brought, he's brought <laughs> Pride back to Italy. And, um, Keep following each other's sports. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, Being European champion feels champion. pretty but fucking anyways. good, man. I'm not going to lie. It's uh... Uh, All right, Germany. Calm down, buddy. The shit talking has already started. Oh, man, Have fun having Timo Werner miss sitters for you in a year. Squad, man. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to everybody Even celebrating at Woodbridge and at St. Clair. And, oh, my God, dude, what a party. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because apparently exactly. apparently that's a statistic. <laughs> totally supported by us. That's a statistic, science. apparently. Scientific facts. Yeah. Evidence and facts. Um, Dude, what an absolute yeah, super fest in Woodbridge, man. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't see any masks. Holy, any that was insane, man. So much fun. <laughs> no, dude, what the fuck? Like, bro, I was I was Un- hugging strangers. I was fucking Did you we were, do, dancing were you the at the street. celebration was, in Toronto or Woodbridge? We were setting off Okay. No, I was in Woodbridge. I was supposed uh, to go to St. Clair, but my friends bailed on me, so I went to my cousins in Woodbridge. It was incredible, man. Like it was awesome, man, because I 
there's a there's a generation of Italians that have literally never seen them win a trophy, and frankly, that's shocking because it is the best feeling in the entire world, man. Mm-hmm. Like when you're just surrounded yeah. by your people, you're all yep. united for one celebration. Amazing. Like it's just Sorry, there's nothing like Kevin it. Kevin and man. Ash, you wouldn't there's, know what that feels like, but you know nothing like it. So <laughs> and man, I, I got a feel for England fans, man, because like they oh, yeah. they had it, yeah. dude. Like they they had the chance and they they had all the tools and it was just mismanaged at the end of the day. Like I, I gotta say, like I, I know that if you're looking at it objectively, it is progress, right? Like you got one step better than the World Cup and you hope to get one step better after that. But I just feel like the squad this time around was oh yeah so oh, yeah. much totally better sure. than the squad in twenty eighteen. And um, yeah, I just think with the pieces you had there, like I feel like you, yeah, you yep. had to be more positive in that game, and they were for the first thirty. Had minutes. to be, yep. And then um, they started playing. See, but the thing was, they weren't. They they got a break. They got a break off the corner, off our own corner, and they transitioned very well. And that was what they planned to do. And then, I, I thought they were still yeah, creating. We're back now. Uh, going, going. Here's seventy-five percent possession, Italy. and then they just backed off. But it was all counters, though. That's the thing. Like they tried to soak up the pressure. They, that's not they played game. how Italy used to play. England's game is pace. They don't have the defenders to do that. Sorry. Like I know that. Yeah, I know that Stones and Maguire are good, but like they're not Cannavaro and Nesta and Maldini and Zambrotta and all these guys. You you don't have the absolute like mentality to hold that lead for eighty minutes. Italy could do it back in the day, like because that was what our game was built on, right? Like, we were built on yeah. defending. Like Italy has always yeah. produced top quality defenders. I think England. I don't, no, I don't they've, think they've they've produced, produced some terrific defenders. I mean, real Ferdinand, uh, obviously Maguire and and Stones. Stones is still relatively improved. They weren't. They weren't on that level though. They weren't on that level though. Like these guys are these guys are doing it in World Cup finals in I would Champions argue that, finals, that in uh European finals. Ferdinand you know, like, is in that category. Oh yeah. Ferdinand is uh Ferdinand is one of the old time greats. I mean he's won pretty much everything outside of international football. So I mean he's Oh sure, but I mean that that's also But I think that's where the difference yeah. is. He was playing on fucking all-star teams in England or in at United. I think Rio Ferdinand is a great defender. I I just think um and I, I don't know if my my opinion is skewed in a way like it might be, but I just think when you are that good of a player, I think if you don't translate it into your national team, there's something there is missing that. I, I, I mean personally, I think he showed doesn't... up for England. I just think uh whatever whatever the reason. For them not uh, succeeding, succeeding, yeah, succeeding. Anyways, but yeah, so okay, South 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 Yeah, I was gonna say we're getting off topic, but um, uh, I I want to say that he should be. He 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 should be. That they made the final. He should be. He's not going to. You can't justify getting rid of him after making the final. But you can, like, considering the decisions Look, this he is, made. I mean, everyone this is where that. I stand on it. I think <laughs> while it is a massive achievement that England got to the final, um, look, let's let's not beat around the bush. Their, their side of the bracket was fucking weak. 
I, I honestly, I think it's a massive failure that they didn't win that game. If so they didn't I'm make the final, not, it would have been a catastrophe. Win no, versus Italy. Versus Italy. I'm not taking anything away from Italy's win, uh, but just like, come on, this is a fucking all star team, man. It's like, it's just the it's not even that the squad is good. It's just the tactics in the final were very negative from the start. Oh yeah, and like sure. I understand that the philosophy was, oh, we need to defend well to win the game. But like you're allowed to attack too. Like yeah, you're. They were defending well throughout the entire tournament. I don't know why that needed to be <laughs> the priority. And look, let's <laughs> throughout this let's be real. Game. They they defended very well against Italy. Like Italy had to they had to to scrap yeah. a goal together to, off a corner. Yeah, I mean it was it was a close. But game at the end of the day, so, when you I mean, invite that pressure on you for seventy minutes, you're gonna crack eventually. It's yeah. just it's just how the game works. Yeah, which makes it all the more confusing why he started with the three four two one formation i mean putting straw in the midfield a natural well the thing about that is the wing backs for that formation tend to end up being when they're off the ball shaw and uh trippia draw back into a drop five yeah i was just gonna say uh up until that point he played shaw at his natural uh left back position so i just found it strange he chose the final of all games to put him in the midfield whereas i think shaw can play wing back. Like, I think he's got the skill set to do it. Yeah. Um, for me, like Southgate confuses me a lot, man, because we were talking about a last show where the final is not the time to make changes. And all of a sudden, what does he fucking do? Yeah. He oh, makes yeah. It, he uh, makes a couple changes. Well, and cha- he changed the <laughs> fucking formation. The formation ends up being a 4 2 3 1 in, in parts because I think Walker and Trippier ended up pushing further forward and then they dropped into this well trippier bombed forward and then i think they switched into a back four with shaw mcguire stones and walker and then you've got phillips and rice and then trippier ends up being that right winger uh in attack kind of thing yeah but at at the same time uh, i just think that midfield is just like you don't have any ball players in that midfield you don't have anybody that can pick up a ball, turn, and make a pass. Like Declan Rice, people were screaming about Declan Rice to all tournament. I think he was average. He was fine. Yeah. The entire tournament? or The, the, entire, the, tournament. the entire tournament. I, I, I think he was fine. Him and Phillips were whatever. They, they're, they're Jordan Henderson, but not as good. They pick up the ball, and they make the safe pass, and they defend well. But like... You know what? I actually, th- I actually thought Phillips had a. Pr- I'd give him an eight in the final. I thought he was pretty good. No, they were both good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's just tactically you don't have the only guy that can make a defense splitting pass in that entire midfield is Mason Mount. That's it. That Sterling, started? yeah, Sterling is not going to pass the ball. It's nope. just Kane. Nope. No, Kane needs to be the guy you're making that pass to, like. Kane started dropping back like, dude, I saw Kane at the top of his own box. And I was like, okay, so when you get the ball back, who the fuck are you going to pass it to? <laughs> you, you need an, out, you need an yeah. out ball. When you're defending, you need an out ball. And Kane is sitting in the box with center backs. It's like, who, who am I passing the ball to when we get possession back? And they ended up just booting it down the field. 
and Italy took possession again. It's like, guys, you can't win a game like that. So for me, I think Southgate has to go. I think with the talent you have, you can't waste it. I don't know who you hire, but at this point, like, I understand that he's made a semifinal in the World Cup and a final in the Euros, but like, can we please look at the opposition they've played to get to both of those points and tell me that that is an inspiring run of form? Like, the teams they played in the 2018 World Cup leading up to the semifinal, like, come on. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't even remember, but I don't think any of them were like top quality teams except for Croatia, who they lost to. Okay, where do England go from here? Uh they keep Southgate, they keep the negative tactics, and they probably crash out in the quarterfinals of the World Cup, if I'm being completely honest with you. Because if if you show that this is the squad you bring to a tournament where you you're you have the second highest odds to win the tournament, you're one of the favorites, you have the best squad yeah. on paper. Like on paper before the tournament started, England squad was top two. Like it was them and Belgium that or them in France, I would say that had the best, the best squads in the tournament. Also LOL France losers. And then you get your side of the bracket. Oh my God. I saw it and was like, if like if England don't make the final, it's a disgrace. Like they, they 150% are going to be in that final. Everyone was saying whoever wins that Germany England game is going to the final. And then it even yeah. the Netherlands got knocked out and like it, it just it yeah. paved the way, the whole way there. And like Sweden elementary. got knocked out. And like it was just it was destiny. And they still fucked it up. Like still. Any other thoughts on England being tragic? Yeah. They lost to the better squad, Derek, because they didn't All right. start their best squad. L- losing to the better squad. If they start I, their I, best I eleven, they're I, better I, than I, honestly I I'm fu- I'm fucking done. Fuck Euro. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't make the proper changes. That was probably one of the closest games of the tournament. And that was in sp- that was because partly because Southgate managed it that way. Yeah. Okay. But he played it way too conservative, way too safe. Way too conservative. Uh, from the hop. Yeah. Like from the start of the match played conservative. It- it's just it's negative. I, you and scored like, in the second minute. <laughs> How do you not take advantage of that? You they like, scored in the second it. minute, the, and then you they literally scored on. It was like <laughs> you scored on literally the only defensive mistake Italy has made all tournament. By the way, it was the one time that back four yeah. was exposed, and and somehow then you that don't was it. Um, it okay. Yeah. Do we now where Italy goes from here? Back to missing. Um, I think they're back on the map. I think people are going to start respecting them. People are going to start respecting them again. Yeah, you're going to get the Euro hangover. It's so close to qualifying, and you guys are going to miss qualifying, and then, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The <laughs> Euro hangover. Shut the fuck up. Well, it's Listen. never been this close. So, I mean, you know, you guys are diving across tables and stuff. It might just fuck you up. Uh, I think what it's going to do is it's going to give our young players the belief that we can hang with anybody. Uh, Chiesa, Barella, um, Insignia even, Verratti's still going to be there. I think for the next tournament, if you don't bring Moise Keane, I'm going to have a fit because Immobile is terrible. I don't want to see him wear the shirt ever again. Just for that, he's going to be there. 
<laughs> your only two strikers cannot be Immobile and Bellotti. Like, you need Moise Keen. Hell, man, I would bring fucking Javinko. Like, honestly, anyone <laughs> other than Immobile. He, he is, is terrible. Terrible, he dude. He offers n- nothing. Yeah, he's playing in Saudi Arabia. That's why. He's like... So, Who's you're going to have Spinazzola back. Uh, Javinko. Oh, wow. Yeah. Seen extra um, tough. For next tournament, Benucci and Chiellini probably aren't. Chiellini's not going to be there for sure. Benucci, maybe. But I think Alessandro Bastoni is going to have another year at Inter under, under his belt. He's going to have another year of, like, let's be real. Bastoni for Inter was excellent. Acerbi is a good center back. Romagnoli, if he wasn't hurt, probably would have gotten into this side too. You're going to have Spinazzola back next tournament. That's, right that back guy is was a on concern. crutches, right, at the end there? Yeah. Yep. They won it for Spinazzola. Good for them, man. Um, right back is an area of concern because Florenzi's good. I don't know if he'll be back. Di Lorenzo, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's how you win it for him. an The midfield. Player? Oh, sh- come on, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what happens when you actually care about the guys you play with and don't care about. Oh, I'm gonna go hang out with that's, Joe Thornton that's and the Justin one Bieber. You could see though, and I'm just saying this. They that team, you could tell that they they were there for each other. It was it was definitely they a, were they were the most united squad of the tournament, hands down, hands down. And well, I don't know about that. There was Denmark was pretty damn united, my friend. Yeah, for sure. But I I, I think. Off the hop, Italy knew that they they had a special team, and I'm telling you, man, when when Italy are underdogs, they there's just that fight in in all of them that just they they rose to the occasion every time. Um, and I just want to say, for the record, the England fans that booed the national anthem at the beginning, yeah. like have some hooligans, class, man. man, have some class. Dude, they're whistling. The after? They're Come beating on. people up in this. They're beating people up in this stadium, being racist to their own players. Like, what the fuck is apparently? Wrong with you guys? Uh, it's fucking embarrassing. I don't know if you man. guys saw that video I posted like the day of. Uh, apparently, a bunch of fans without tickets were able to force their way into the games. Yeah, yeah I saw. Yeah, that. and that's so why people were getting beat up. Where they took up the handicap section and the stairs. And the people who were waiting outside with tickets, they were like begging the stewards and the police or the security to get them out. And then uh, eventually what happened was a, a big fight broke out. So, yeah. But yeah. UEFA was it's just, just a black guy. Yeah, UEFA was trying to downplay it in typical fashion. They're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. We're yeah. currently investigating. I'm like, guys, yeah, but video the video showed that was. <laughs> I'm like, there's video footage the hooliganism. of breaking out. The hooliganism in English, like English culture and English like football culture, is frankly like embarrassing at this point. There, there's literally no need for it, and all it does is make everybody hate you. The fact that every and I mean everyone that wasn't English wanted Italy to win proves how much people hate England because, like, guys, people fucking hate the Italians. everyone hates us and i'm here for it by the way like i love it but like people despise us and the fact that they're like oh yeah europe is behind italy tonight it's like 
what? <laughs> when? <laughs> when? When? When did that happen? You guys fucking hate us. Every game we played, oh, I can't wait to see the Italians go out. Can't wait to see them go out. Everyone I work with was like, oh, I can't wait to see Italy lose. I can't wait. By the way, I'm going into work tomorrow. It is going to be fucking awesome. I'm going to rub it in everyone's face. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> Gary Neville, after the fucking, after the Wales went, oh, when Italy played the big teams, they won't have enough. Suck my fucking balls, Gary. You fucking English fuck. Like, you know, normally, a bag he, of he, normally he tries to be a contrarian. He tries to pander to the opposition. Oh, yeah? Does he? Yeah. So, what about so when I'm, he calls I'm England games? He Is actually, he a contrarian then? I'm surprised he would actually have said that about Italy. <laughs> his, char- his personality is a pundit. It goes against his personality as a pundit. English pundits are the most biased motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life, man. <laughs> like, the fact that we had Martin Tyler calling all of our games... And literally, man, I'm not even every fucking with you. Every time, every time somebody scored against Italy, it it was like he was getting his rocks off. He was having the time of his life when Maratha scored that goal. When Chiesa scored that fucking unbelievable goal against Spain, the call was literally Chiesa. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Spain scored against Italy. Like, what a strike, sublime. When Benucci scored against England. And Barucci taps it in. Uh, basically, and Italy are level. <laughs> you're Jim Houston, <laughs> but worse because Jim Houston at least gets a little bit excited. Like, <laughs> I oh, dude, I, I, it's just, and look, man, I, I don't want to like talk shit about anybody because I, I think I've been pretty respectful to all of Italy's opponents so far. Oh, but when we got England in the final, bro, I, I was, I was praying we won because I cannot stand English football fans. I can't stand English pundits because they all do this fucking thing where like the Premier League is the best league in the world. Every other league <laughs> is trash. Like it's and it's just they don't give respect to anybody. And it's like guys, your country hasn't won anything. Like y- you got to show people a bit of respect, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Right? Dude, like they am still I believe in the queen? Dude, your last trophy win is older than the Queen. Like, give me a break. Okay, do we want to go back to what Italy does for next tournament? Is that what we were talking about? Yeah. No, I think we already uh, talked about that. Yeah, you mentioned certain players yeah, coming it, back. Some, some who might uh, be selected for the next uh, year's squad. Uh, and you'd rather yes, Moise has to be there. You'd rather see Javinko. Not Javinko. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mobile is the, the po- Mobile is fucking the shocking. The possibility that Mancini may or may not be back because he wants to go back into club football. I think Mancini is back for the World Cup, and then I think if they do well there, a club is probably going to want him. You don't think they're going to? I think clubs already. already want him. I was going to say. They yeah, might. The, but I think he. He's going to sign with TFC. <laughs> oh my god! Get the fuck out of here! You want to talk about farmers leagues? Oh my lord! <laughs> I could play in MLS. That shit is shocking. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think for Italy, they've got the, the pieces in place to have a good World Cup. I think one of Benucci and Chiellini are going to be there next tournament, which sucks because, man, are those guys good. <laughs> but 
again, I, I would rather see them replaced with young players than try and have them run it back again because we tried that for a while and it didn't work. Well, I think the big difference is, though, now, too, you're, you're only a year out. You're not your usual gap. Exactly, yeah. So maybe maybe running back with this roster wouldn't be the worst idea because it's not like they're aging that much. The the roster more or less is going to say the same. Chiellini's 38 next summer, so... So maybe, yeah. I think he'll... Yeah, we'll have to replace him with either Romagnoli, Bastoni, Acerbi, one of those. What if Chiellini says that Um, he wants to play one more tournament with Italy? Does he get brought back then? On merit, yes. I don't think he starts. But I think he's proven that him and Bonucci are... Force. Like, one of the best center-back pairings in world football. And they have been for over a decade. But yeah, I think... I think it would be a mistake to run it back with the exact same roster because we've seen how that goes. The front three, yeah, like at striker, there is things that need to be addressed. Moise Keane has to be there next tournament because the fact that he wasn't here this tournament, I feel like if Moise Keane was up top instead of Immobile, we would have had, uh, I think we would have won the, the tournament in a landslide. If, if they played this well with our striker literally not contributing anything, like, um, and yeah, other than that, like, the squad's young, man. Like they've got guys like Locatelli is probably going to be a yeah. starter. Uh, guys like Bastoni and Bernardeschi's whatever. Um, Balotti is still pretty young. I think he's 26, 27. Like they've got they've got some talent that'll go well. I I don't think they'll win the World Cup. I think. Oh, you don't think so? The World Cup is a different animal. Um, I think they'll have a good tournament depending on, you know, groups and brackets and all that, but. They've they've definitely proved that they've have the talent to fight with any squad they come up against. So it'll be interesting to see how they perform there. And um, Qatar is going to be fun, man. I'm, I'm excited for the World Cup. Like this, this tournament, like start to finish, was unbelievable. The, t- the time zone like, difference, think, though, however, won't be so good. They're like seven, seven hours. Yeah, that's going to be tough. <laughs> but I think we should. Um, I think we should mention how good this tournament has been from oh, yeah. from start to finish. And like for. It was oh, yeah. terrific. First time in history, it was like multiple the continents as well. Well, actually, more than. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It was. Uh, I I don't think there was a bad game other than. I don't Ukraine, know. Austria. Germany's games were all pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> they were entertaining. No, yeah, but in terms of yeah, for whoever whoever they were playing, maybe in terms of entertainment. Yeah, they were. No, was I was that? saying like in terms of entertainment, not like performance wise. Yeah. I mean that's. Obviously, like, well, I actually, <laughs> if you're a fan of the team and they lost, then you probably didn't enjoy it as much. I mean, I actually watched more than Germany's game, so that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, like I, I watched every game, man. Like I was, I was glued to my TV the entire month. Like it was, it was good stuff, man. It was, it was just such a fun time, and it's gonna suck that we won't get a tournament like this for another year. But at least it's only another year. Yeah. It's not the usual two-year guy. I think it can't be understated. Like it was a welcome reprieve because of the pandemic. It postponed the tournament oh. last year. I remember being so gutted. Man. Like sports yeah. just across the world were like held up because of the pandemic. And then we yeah. started getting it back one by one. When they announced that it wasn't gonna happen, I was devastated, man. I was so excited, so looking forward. And like it was well worth the wait. Like it, there was some incredible stories. Like shout out to teams like Denmark and Czech yeah. Republic, uh, Switzerland, and, uh, teams that really showed some progress. Like progress, right? Oh, and they knocked out like 
man, France getting knocked out as early as they did. Uh, Netherlands, Portugal. Like, it was nice to see some new faces go deep into the tournament. It was also nice that Italy was going deep, but I mean. <laughs> no, definitely. There's always, there's always just, that uh, story at every tournament. Yeah. Just some great redemption stories, some good feel-good stories. And overall, yeah, like another another fantastic tournament of football, I think. Do we know when the qualifiers are? For, uh, I think they start up again in August. August, okay. Something like that. August or September. I know the Nations League is in October, I want to say. Which Italy are in the semifinals for as well, so that should be fun. We play Spain in the semifinal of the Nations League, so. Rematch. Yeah. <laughs> Always love playing Spain. Always a good time. <laughs> yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, do we have any any players that we think are going to get big money moves after this tournament? Anybody that... Uh, mm. Grealish. Well, Sancho, yeah. Sancho already got a big money move. So. Sancho's already moved. Don and you guys said moved. that. Don Mur- Dada, whatever his name is. Mur- Donnarumma yeah. went to PSG. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's official. Announcement. Um, the announcement is coming. He's posted his goodbye to Milan. So, Schick. Patrick Schick, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, What's his face on Denmark? We were talking about should get look. Um, Damsgaard. Damsgaard. Yeah. Oldberg. Oh, Olsen for Sweden. Yeah. Wasn't there an Oldberg or a Boldberg or something like that on Denmark? Oh, Casper uh, Dahlberg. Dolberg. Yeah, yeah. I think teams will look is at he... him too. Uh, Do- oh yeah, Dolberg. Yeah, where is he right now? Oh yeah, we were talking about that last show. Uh, oh, he's uh, at Nice. Do we think Harry Kane moves? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tottenham. He requested a transfer. Uh, who's he with? Well, he requested. So I think it would be silly. Tottenham. Oh, that would be a. Yeah, he's gone. I mean, like, Apparently, he Crystal Palace wants Dolberg. Crystal Palace. That'd be an interesting. Crystal move Palace. For <laughs> Gotta love old CP Crystal Palace. All right, fuck it. I'm calling it. This podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Capri Sun, with their newest flavor, what? Power Punch Prune. It's guaranteed to make you poop. <laughs> kind of like Ashy's connection this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So later this week, we'll be back with baseball. MVP uh, Vladdy. Yeah, MVP Vladdy in the uh, All-Star game tonight. Um and uh I think Saturday we're going to do some going to do some hockey. So probably this will probably be the last one I'll be on for a while then, eh? You're not going to do hockey? Un- freaking believable. Watch the Jays. Unacceptable. What? Um, he doesn't know what hockey is anymore. I see. I hockey literally have given too. up on that sport. Um like but yeah. So uh That's the show. Okay, goodbye.